It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Up, up, on, on, gay, 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 presents Conversations with a Legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. What's up, everybody? It's LeVar Arrington here with another exciting episode of Up On Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. I got one amazing dude, uh, a calf wrestling, tie him up. Get him right, uh, fella coming on this this time around. My man Jared Allen, uh one of the, the dopest football players, sack artists that that played the game. Uh appreciate you coming on. Uh first and foremost, how you been, man? How's 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 the retired life going? Oh, thanks for having me. Life life's good. As you're probably wondering, you know, what's the background noise and where am I going? Uh, that's what I do in retired life. I'm a, I'm a glorified Uber driver. Back and that's forth right. between kids school, you know, picking kids up, running kids for tests and lunch and programs and all that fun stuff. So uh, retired life has been good, man. I tell you what, it was so, um, that was what I wanted to do, right? To be able to spend as much time with the family and uh, my career has, uh, has allowed me to uh, to do that. So it's been, it's been fun. I tell you what, just try to have as much fun as possible and uh, navigate this crazy world. Now you've always been that type of dude. Let me let me put this out there. Um, obviously, for those who may need reminding, Jared Allen uh, from from Dallas, from Dallas, Texas, uh, went out to to Idaho and ended up in playing in Idaho. Uh, you get drafted by uh, I want to say it's the Vikings you went to, right? Kansas City. <laughs> Started with the Chiefs. Yep. Kansas City, excuse me. Kansas City, you finished with the Vikings. Uh, or no, you didn't finish with the Vikings. Who did you finish with? No, I finished with Carolina. Played with Carolina. Football. Finished with Carolina. Yeah. So you ended up in Kansas City, which I'm tripping. I know it's Kansas City. Played play with the Vikings. 
and and ended up finishing elsewhere. I I, I mean, it, it was an extraordinary career in, in Kansas City. It was just as extraordinary, which doesn't usually happen. It was just as extraordinary when you went to, to Minnesota and, and, and did what you did there. What, like, when you look at what you were able to accomplish in the era that you, you accomplished it in, no, no knocks against your quarterbacks back then, um, which would have been what? Who what would have been? So for the for the Chiefs, I had Trent Green. Trent Green. He got knocked out. So we had Damon Heward and then Brody Croyle. Uh, and then I went to Kansas City. We had Travis Jackson, Gus Farrat. Then Brett came, and then right. we had McNabb. right Minnesota. And then we had McNabb and Christian Ponder. That was that's just two teams. <laughs> I mean, imagine the things you were doing, Jared, and 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 that's you just named a lot of quarterbacks because, well, none of them are Patrick Mahomes outside of obviously maybe you know at the point in time that you played with Donovan, that that's different. At the point in time you played with Brett, it was still pretty good, but that wasn't the Brett of Green Bay. If you have a if you have a Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what what do you think your career would have been like sacks-wise getting those type of leads? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I mean, it, it's kind of – I think it, it, it kind of shifts and goes, right? Like, you know, I obviously – I also didn't have to play against, you know, Mahomes or Michael Vick every single week, like guys that are just that athletic, right? So, uh-huh. I will just say, you know, I, I came in the league when there were still seven-step drops. Uh, but – I also argued that the offensive linemen I used to have to play against were 100 times better than the guys playing today. Uh, and that's no, no, no offense to the guys playing today. Just that, just that era, back, back to Willie Rowe, Willie Anderson, uh, Walter Jones, Jonathan yeah. Ogden, Will Shields. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Orlando Pace. I mean, that was, the game was just a different area. You Those, are the greatest. Guys Those are the greatest ever. Yeah, you got more athletic linemen now because the quarterbacks are so much more athletic, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, can you imagine playing with a 14- to 21-point lead in every single game you play in? No. My, I run, I defense, my run defense probably would have been crap because I didn't just rush the passer every time. <laughs> well, that's all you would have had to do, right? Because they would have been yeah. having to throw the ball to try to catch up. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And you ended up, I mean, what, you were like 60 – 60 sacks away, I want to say 60 plus, like 63, 64 sacks away from getting to 200. Yeah, I ended up with 136. And uh, that's, that's you know, that was, it was a great, great number. My my goal, so I was, when I got into the league, Gunther Cunningham, God rest his soul, he uh, basically told me that the only way you're worth your salt is if you can match up to Derek Thomas, right? Because he loved Derek Thomas, which uh, is a tough, tough thing to do, especially in Kansas right. City. So that's where I set my sights and my goal. I tried to do anything DT did, just bigger, better, and faster. And, you know, DT was averaging close to 12 sacks a year for his career. So that's kind of what I, I measured my mark at. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, okay. you know, my goal was to retire, you know, with at least a 12 sack. Yeah, I think I'm at 11.8 a year average or something like that. Um, but that was that was always our goal, right, is, is just just is chasing those guys. So, yeah, I ended up with my wanted, I wanted 150. I thought 150 was a good. All right. I blew my L5 out my last two years. I blew my L5 out in Chicago, blew it out again in Carolina. Uh, so I settled for 136. What can you do? But uh, yeah, I was, uh, I got, I got to pass DT though. So that was, that was, that was kind of 
one of those deals where I got to do that and you know, shed a little tear. That, that dude was amazing. He was amazing, and so were you. And, and, and one of the most memorable moments is when you retired. <laughs> you jumped on the horse. You turned the horse around, and you rode out. <laughs> Everybody ain't get to do it that way. You you crushed it with your retirement. Did, did I, what went into that? Like, because I want to ask you about branding. You branded yourself so well. What went into your retirement announcement? So, you know what? Uh, honestly, it was a whim. I got to give my wife all the credit for it. So I had, you know, I, I was going to retire and you know, I knew I was retiring. And we were coming back from Carolina to Chicago to load the back up the house and head back to our house in Arizona. And uh, just, I mean, loading the trailer up. And of course, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hire Uber, so I was doing it myself. Loading up my trailer, dogs are barking. My wife was like, I need she's going to go get a pedicure before we hit the road. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to come with you. Like, you know what? You know, I was like, I can't get a pedicure, babe. She's like, just let him massage your feet. Right. So I'm like, all right, man, I'm like, this guy will die saying you never had a pedicure. I will go, right. down, I will go down with that ship. So I go and uh, we're sitting there and my publicist, she texts me, Hey, you know, we should put something out because it's obviously going to be released tomorrow. You know, once you officially retire, someone will pick it up. You should be the one to put it out. So I was sitting there talking with a buddy, and we're heading to my buddy's farm in Iowa. And he's sending me pictures because it was storming in uh, in Illinois. He's sending me pictures. He's like, "Hey, man, look what you got to look forward to. It's beautiful. It's sunny here. It's nice." And we're like, "Oh, that's perfect." And we kind of were laughing. My wife's like, "You should do like a Charlie Chaplin video. Don't say anything. We'll get there. Right, grab the horse and just ride off into the sunset. Post that to your Twitter. That just yeah, right." Right. I was like, that's actually, that's, that's pretty dope. Uh-huh. So we drive like the Dickens to get there. And this storm follows us the entire way, right? Just nonstop. And I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So we get there. It's like literally winds howling. It's like 15 below. <laughs> it's just it's cold. It's miserable. So hence I had to talk in it. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what, how it went down. It just, it was one of those things. We just have to be heading that way. My wife came up with a great idea to ride off into the sunset. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. And we happened to be going to my buddy's farm. And uh, so we just snagged a horse and, and prompted did it. And, it. and it became something, like I said, my, I, I, I don't really know how social media works. My wife handles 99.99% of all my social media. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so I'm getting all these texts like, dude, you're you're trending or you're viral. And you know, I'm like, where are you ever? <laughs> like, where are you I didn't ever? Know what that means. And so, yeah, the next thing you know, everybody's telling me how great a video is. So I got to give my wife all the credit for it. But typical fashion, we just kind of, you know, winged it and it, it worked out. Shots out to the wife because that might be the most gangsterest way of going out that I ever see take place, man. So <laughs> shots out to the missus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game Presents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game Presents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let, let me let me transition into to that branding. It, branding is now being a conversation, has become a conversation that people are are totally paying attention to now. You were branding yourself back then. You were branding when you made sacks. You you took the calf down. You 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 roped him up. They even banned it. You you got you got so you you were so <laughs> so known for it. But but they even you know it's like God you you got too much going on. Whatever it is that they they felt they need to do to ban it. I don't know why. But you were branding yourself. Were you aware that you were branding yourself or what was the, what's your mindset on it? Yes. Yes. And no. Right. Obviously I was aware. uh, And, you know, Tony Gonzalez, right. So Tony would never get in front of the camera unless he was dressed, hair done, would always never do an interview like impromptu really. Right. And he would always, you know, he gave me cracks. I'd do him half naked, you know, whatever. And he was just like, this is how he always wanted to present himself. But that was Tony. Like that, that was that that's Tony, right? Tony being Tony. So for me, it was it was authentic, but it was also intentional, right? So it was like, okay, yeah. So you knew I knew what I was doing, I was doing, and then you know, as as you develop and your name gets bigger, uh, then you're able to capitalize it monetarily, right? And uh, and so I think I think just there's more of a focus on it early in people's thing. I think kind of back in the day it it, it kind of created this authenticity and 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 the superstars or the or the those certain players were able to brand themselves um, because of their, because of what they were doing on the field. And, and, and if they had a good personality, I think with social media these days, these kids are coming out of college thinking about branding and thinking about, you know, what they're putting out there, TikToks and all that nonsense. Um, so I think, I think it holds different, but I, obviously it's also a way to monetize your, 
your 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 run, right? Everybody's got a short run, yeah. and you're able to monetize it. So I was just trying to have fun, but that's who I am. That is my brand, right? I'm going to have fun. Uh, I wanted you know the fans to know that I, you know I, I love football. I was intense about what I did. I was intentional with my work, um, and so yeah, man, that was it was just authentic, and and the, and the and the crowd picked up on it. The fans picked up on it, so we took advantage of it. And we had fun with it. Um, so yeah, it was like I said, it was never, never where we sit around like, all right, what do we need to do to get the brand going? Yeah, it just one of those things where I was able to be myself, and in the markets I played, the fans really gravitated to that, and so we were able to capitalize that. And then the the, the cow the cow calf rubbing thing, I grew up on a horse farm, right? Uh-huh. And so Neil Smith was like, hey, you need to find something that's authentic to you and do it because you know he was hitting hitting home runs and all that. Yeah, stuff. he hit the home run. So we started, yeah. so we started doing that, and it took off. And then, yeah, the league, I got a call on a Friday. I got called to the office on a Friday before we played Detroit. And Fred's like, hey, I just got a call from the league that said, you can't put your knee on the ground when you sack the quarterback anymore. I'm like, what? So I, mean, I, I have no clue why. Maybe it was because we were, we were monetizing of it out. You know, we were making our own separate brand outside of football. I don't know. They tried it. So I, I just put my knee like this far off the ground. Right. You know, that's a big kiss my ass to the, you know, to, <laughs> to them. And, um, and we rolled with it. So, um, so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of what we did, man. And, but yeah, like I said, you know, we, we knew the brand was building, but it wasn't like we set out to build a brand. It wasn't like we were trying to create something. It, it was just authentic and it's still authentic. And I think that's still why, you know, even though I'm not that active on, so when I, you know, we do put stuff out, we get a good response just because, you know, down deep inside, I like to have fun. I like to help people. Um, and I don't take myself too serious. Sure, sure. Is there anything that you're up to these days? Do do you still brand build, or is it just taking it light and stuff like that? How's that work? You know what? It's it's both, right? I think you know. I think my brand is playing. Sorry, I'm over here moving. I'll even grab my gun. No worries, uh, no worries. You're being authentic right now. This is authentic. Yeah, I love it. It's 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 both, right? So you know, I use it as a way to 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 keep connected with people, right? As far as what we're doing, my foundation. So we're obviously trying to, you know, continue to build our brand or, or What's sustain the name our foundation. Uh, Jared Allen's Homes for Wounded Warriors. So we build handicap accessible homes for wounded vets all over the country. Awesome. And uh, and so we've been doing that since so nice. So, you know, you try to do stuff like that to maintain your brand, sustain your brand. Um, and then things through business, right? You know, we got we have a restaurant we've had forever. Same thing there. Just trying to you you maintain that. Um, you know, I'm actually, you know, in talks about partnering up with a PR marketing firm. So you do things like that, just just extra expertise and, you know, your Rolodex and you can if you can help people from a media training standpoint. I think that's the problem. They try to put on a front, right? They try to create a persona in the media or however it is. Like you see guys talking, you hear the same lame thing. Like, we're going to go give 110 percent. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you're like, you know, just just be yourself. Right. And, 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 and interact with the media. So but so as far as like personal brand building, you know. Not really. It's, it's still just, it's maintaining the things we created years ago. Um, yeah. And then, you know, for me, it just, yeah, just trying to, uh, you know, live the dream. Viva los sueños. <laughs> this is my last one. And I'm going to let you go grab your daughter. What's Jared Allen's legacy? What do you want your legacy to be known for? What the day you close your eyes and guys are coming up and they're standing up and they're talking about J.A., what do they say? What do you? What would you love to hear them say? Uh, hopefully, the first thing is that I was a, I was a great human being, a great man, a great father, husband. Um, I think people. I hope I hope people would know that I'm a man of faith, off the bat, um, and that I cared more for others than I did myself. Um, you know that that's that's hopefully hopefully the legacy I work, and then that they recognize that you know nothing was ever handed to me. You know it was 
uh, you know, I try to teach my kids that no matter where you're at in life, success isn't about the end goal, right? Success is the mindset that you have to get to where you want to get to. It's not always mine either, right? Um, and so that's probably what I teach my kids, right? To be good, to uh, to much is given, much is expected. And, you know, that I was blessed beyond measure. And I tried to do the most that I could with it and, and give back as much as I could. So hopefully with my eyes closed and I meet my maker and he says, welcome home, good and faithful servant. Down here, people celebrate. Um, obviously, hopefully, hopefully they're sad. Hopefully they're not celebrating. I'm gone. Hopefully they're, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think I think that's what it is, right? It's about. I hopefully I gave more than I took. That's that's honestly the short answer. That's awesome, bro. I appreciate you taking the time out and, and giving giving me some some jewels. I I do this so that I can put this out there and and remind people of who we are as legends and and of the game and what the history of the game represents you're part of the, the historical fabric and and obviously accomplishment of what our game represents uh love having you on man and i appreciate it at some point we're going i'm gonna finish this up i'm gonna circle back around and and my my whole idea is to be able to market and brand us and help, sure. help each other out and and leveraging you know monetizing us being able to help you know I, I agree i agree i think that's what the uh the retirement the legends community um could do you know better and, and everybody's so busy you know and everybody came at different eras but there's so many opportunities out there on, on every level sure that no one's left behind and and to really dive into that and, and to be honest you know all of us probably knew a better do a better job of organizing across the globe that's as right far as community because it's very localized and then you get caught up and you don't really want to deal with your localized community and then everybody's at different needs so man what you're doing is, is a great thing and uh any way i can support it you just let me know uh because i do know I, that's another thing you know i think you know we don't really pay attention to when we were playing is we're all going to be retired one day that's and right. everybody coming after us is going to make more than we made and some guys made nothing and That's they're right. still holding on, but they but they laid the framework for us to allow to uh, from you know I know guys that you know when they struck in the eighties, a lot of guys like us to be able to sit back enjoy our retirements and our families. So uh, you know constantly doing whatever we can do to pay it forward to them as well. Indeed, indeed, Jared Allen, everyone, Jared, Jared, Jared Allen. Hey, and congrats again, dude! College from Hall of Fame. I Thanks. Go the entire ballot. That was an insane ballot. And you went in with my buddy Boomer, uh, fellow one double A guys. So hey, congrats, man. You Thank guys, you, you so guys. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'll be giving you a congrats soon too on 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 oh. that big boy. So we'll see. Good, good luck. Oh, uh, you gonna Thanks. get it. Good luck to you. I look forward to being able to 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 showing this and putting your story out there as as great things continue to happen for you and to you. Um Jared Allen, everyone. Conversations with a legend. Up on Game Presents. It's been another exciting edition. I'm going to let him go get his daughter now so that they can get home and do what they need to do. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, have a good one. Take care. You too. God bless, bro. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference that's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through better help provides online therapy on your schedule it's flexible simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you learn more at betterhelp.com that's better 
H-E-L-P dot com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.